Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Melanie Hershorn with us today. And <laughs> I want us to dive right in. We have all the, the, the great politically correct things in the bio and in the show notes and all that. I want to ask Melanie to tell us something that's not in your bio about yourself. Ha! Okay, not in my bio about myself. I actually don't know if this is in my bio, but um, I was on a reality TV show. It might be in my bio, but it's kind of funny to talk about. No. Um, so, <laughs> so a long time ago, many moons ago, um, I was when I graduated from college, I was like, I'm running away and moving to Los Angeles. And uh, I lived in Canada at the time. So I was like, I'm moving to LA and I want to work in entertainment. And I found myself working at a PR firm that was for celebrities. And I then found myself on Kathy Griffin's My Life on the D-List. Um, I was on her team of PR people. And so that first season on Bravo, this was when Bravo, it was its first, like the foray into reality. Like they, the, the um, what are they called? The Ozzy Osbourne, the, they were on the air at the time. Okay. So that's how long ago this was. Anyway, so I'm in four of the seven episodes um, of the first season of that show. That is something I would have never known. So thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so one of the things when we we're here on networking school, and many people make the assumption that sales and networking and marketing, which we're going to talk about, because I know there's some genius you got going there. They think it's about competence. Like if I learn more, if I gain more skills, I'm going to be better. I find that there's more confidence involved than competence in some ways. So tell me what, if, if, if you have a story from where you maybe started off to where you are now, did you have to find your confidence or have you always been very confident? Hmm. Well, I am um, a kind of person who I always love learning as much as humanly possible because that helps me have that confidence. But at the same time, if it's not brain surgery, you just fake it till you make it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I know I cannot step into a surgeon's operating room and take over from her or him, right. but I know that I can do anything that requires logic. Yeah. So, so if I'm going to step into doing something that feels uncomfortable or I, I don't maybe feel like I'm an expert at it, all I, all I know, I know that all I really have to do is be about 10% better than the people I'm helping. 
I love that. <laughs> I think you just help someone because there are people who never step in to what they should be doing right now because they're not perfect at it. And so that right. gives people permission just to get started and not to feel like yeah. you have to learn and learn and learn and learn. And most of us who are in that state of mind never do it. We just never get there, right? <laughs> That's right. It's it's all about imperfect action. I love it. Love it. And I mean, I, I, I look, I stand on the shoulders of giants. This is not my original ideas, right. but I definitely live these ideas because yeah. if you have an, if you, if there's something that you want, that's in your heart and you just learn about it and learn about it, but you never actually do it. How's that going to feel? I know. It feels like you failed. It feels like you, you're yeah. always resenting that you never did it. So I'll give you an example. So I went because I had a crazy idea, but I went and did this indoor climbing. Totally forgot I was afraid of heights. Totally forgot I was afraid of heights. So I get all the way to the top of this wall. Look, Melanie, I am stuck at the top of this wall for easily 20, 30 minutes. And all of the people in there were like, come on, we're going to climb up with you and climb down. And they'd go, you can do it, Tish. You can do it. And I would count to three and I'd watch them go down because I was like, I am not letting go of this thing. But what was funny about it was in my head, I was like, I know I can do this. So when I finally got the courage to get down, I was like, this is not going to conquer me. So I went back up twice just because I couldn't bear the thought of leaving there having never done what I came there to do. And so there's so many people who find themselves always looking back, wishing, God, I wish I would have conquered that. I wish I would have attempted that. I wish, I wish, I wish. And we have to figure out, you know what, just go back up that doggone wall and do it. So you at least get down on your own terms and you're not feeling like I blew it. I didn't do it. Whatever. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. That is the perfect analogy. Like you couldn't have come up with a better story. I love that that actually happened. (laughs) It's true. And, you know, I mean, I started, I did not start out in marketing. I mean, I, after PR, I was a journalist. And then after journalism, I decided I wanted to make breastfeeding clothing. Okay. You got to tell me more about that. (laughs) And I, well, I, I had a new baby. I had nothing to wear and she didn't take a bottle. And so I was like, great. My child cannot eat except for using me as a vessel. I miss fashion. So I decided that I was going to make nursing wear and everybody was like, are you nuts? Like what, you know, you don't have a background in fashion design. You don't have a background in business. And I said, you know what? I'm going to Google my way through this. And I did, I did. I sold my clothes on Nordstrom.com for several years. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. When when you have an idea and you know, the only person you really need to believe in yourself is you. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. So now I I, I can't is no longer an option because Melanie mm-hmm. just told us that we can make nursing wear. <laughs> if you put your mind to it, you can do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just remember that being an entrepreneur takes a village mm-hmm. and you really need to ask for help when you need help. You, I I do recommend though, like learning everything you can about every aspect of your business before you ship it out to somebody else, before you outsource, just because you don't want them to do it wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So now I'm excited to ask you the next question because you have already proven that you're going to have a great answer for this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who have you had to become 
in order to experience the level of success that you're currently enjoying. That's a great one. See, I, I'm so opposite from you. Like I don't ever plan a question for anything at all. So I never know what I'm about to ask until I say it out loud. Okay. Who have I had to become? All right. I have had to become somebody that is more accepting of all things. And I'll give you examples of what I have to be accepting of. I have to be accepting of less than perfection. Okay. So I strive for excellence, not perfection, because no such thing. There you go. I have become somebody that is trying to become more in tune with like the universe, not totally woo-woo stuff, but you know, the whole law of attraction, all that stuff. Like my brain is not wired to like accept that stuff. So I'm really trying to retrain it and say, okay, you know, I'm open to receiving things. I'm going to ask for things. And you know what I mean? So I've had to become a person like that. And I've also had to become a person who doesn't always feel like I don't have enough time. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. And, and it's it's not easy no. because I mean, of course, um, coronavirus has helped me <laughs> in that sense because I used to say that my kids being at school for six hours a day it just wasn't enough. It's just <laughs> not enough. Like, how am I going to get anything done in six hours anyway? So then, ha 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 ha, the universe laughs at me and says, ha ha, now your children will be home with you for seven months and you will not get a day off for seven months. And right. So, but then of course I started, my business started growing exponentially in COVID (laughs) because people need content. So, uh, so then I've had to learn that, you know, whatever time you get, make the most of it. Mm, I love that. So interestingly, that whole there's not enough time is something I've dealt with for a long time. So I can totally resonate with that. And I think it's also very funny. I always say God has such a great sense of humor because you're like, I don't have enough time. Oh, really? You want more? (laughs) I'm going to give you a bunch of it. What are you going to do now? And I'm like, oh, so I did have enough time. And it's interesting. I think it's really about the choices. And that's one thing I've learned. The choices we make with the time we have. Not that there's not enough. It's just like, what are you choosing to do in the time? Because have we not been tremendously productive in the time we've had here lately, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I will say that my six-year-old does like to come in every 20 minutes when he's home. He comes into my office every 20 minutes. So I do what I can in 20 minutes before I get completely distracted and have to do whatever it is that he needs. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally get that. And you know, I'm one of those who I've I've raised three boys and now have two grandbabies. Congratulations. Thank you. And now they're gone though. And I love the fact that they were here and I love the fact that they're now doing their own thing. So my heart always goes out when I see moms who are like trying to do a Zoom call and the baby's coming in. I'm like, oh, I totally understand that. I completely, my kids weren't, weren't with us when we had the Zoom meetings. You know what I mean? They're all gone Mm -hmm. now. So my heart is there with you. And, and, and. I believe that we have the capacity to do everything we need to do, right? So Absolutely. Like, like you said, you figured out how to work in 20 minutes first mm-hmm. because that's what you get most of the time. Mm-hmm. The only thing I cannot control is when my kid walks in while I'm on a Zoom call and says inappropriate things or burps or <laughs> whatever he's, <laughs> which has happened. Happens. Well, what's funny for me is I'm on these all the time, all the time. I do training, I do classes, I speak on virtual events all the time. 
And my mm-hmm. husband, who's not a child, <laughs> occasionally walks down the hall. <laughs> that and we know of. I know. I'm like, I'm like, babe, you realize I'm like here on a phone call or on a on a on a virtual networking event right now. Right. So the one thing that I have found is there are certain connections when we're out and about networking or or networking like this. We make some connections that we never saw coming and they kind of change everything, right? So mm-hmm. what have been, who have been the connections in your life that have been the most impactful for you? Hmm. The most impactful connections. Gosh, you know, I feel like every time I get on a Zoom call with someone I don't know, that that is an impactful connection. Ooh, I like that. That's great. Because I am what you see is what you get kind of person. And I'm going to be making silly jokes and telling people exactly what's going on, the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm -hmm. And it lowers their guard right away. Right. You know, when you show up in somebody's computer in their home (laughs) and all, all you know is their name because you guys got set up by some way, some reason, somebody connected the two of you and now you're face to face and it's like... Hi. Hi. (laughs) So often people will start with, how are you? And, you know, they're expecting a, fine, thanks, how are you? Oh, they're not going to get that from me. (laughs) They're going to get, well, I cannot even, okay, I got to just tell you what happened today. (laughs) And I will, you know, and I'll launch into whatever happened that day, right? And then it disarms them. Yeah. And they're like, I like you. You're funny. Or you tell it like it is. Or this was a lot more fun than I thought my fifth Zoom call of the day was going to be. I love that. You know, Melanie, I I love your just candor. And that's probably the reason I was like, yes, I want to talk to Melanie. (laughs) Uh, We've only been in a couple of like, you know, interactions with each other. The short ones that I've had, I felt like, yes, indeed, we have to connect. Because many times when we're just in an environment where we're networking in person, online, whatever it looks like, there's always that barrier. And you just gave us, my next question for you was, what's your networking secret? But you just gave it. It's like, I, you know, I don't, yourself, right? I don't even think it's a secret. I think it's just be, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the essence of, of everything that we do in our business is like, you are the face of your brand. And you be you because obviously not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. Not everybody should. Right. You only want your ideal client to like you. True. Or your ideal customer. Right. And you're not going to, you know, not everybody likes Kim Kardashian. And that's okay. And she's laughing all the way to the bank. I know that's right. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. And you know what? I will say it is a secret because there's so many people that put on this air of, I have to be in order for you to like me, instead of just like, boom, <laughs> here it is. You like me or you don't, and I'm okay either way. You and know, it's you know, it's, it's funny that you say that, Tish. It's true. I, I don't know where I lost my, I don't know when it was that I lost my caring of what people thought about me. Yeah. But you. it happened. Yeah. It happened along the way. And so I will tell you like, oh my God, my hair looks terrible today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, if we go on a Zoom call, like right now, for example, I apologize. My hair looks terrible right now, but here I am and I'm me and I'm bringing you a hundred percent of whatever I, whatever it is I have to offer. And you'll always get that. You'll get my attention. You'll get my focus. You'll get my advice. You'll get my 
you know, I'm, I'm listening, I'm attentive and that's me. Wow. But it's so refreshing. It is so refreshing because as a networking expert, if you will, someone who teaches, I will lots and lots of rooms. There is this desire for there. I always say, leave your six-year-old self at home. They'll be fine. Put a babysitter with them, but they'll be fine. But don't come to a meeting with, I have to make them like me. I have to be perfect. I have to say the right things. I would much rather spend time with you, Melanie, because of just how real you are than the quote unquote most, most, most perfect appearing person who had, thinks they have it all together and is an empty box of rocks, right? There's just no personality, no real you know, love coming through, if you will, the conversation. It's just like, I, I'll take a V8. You know what I mean? Remember that old commercial? I should have had a V8. It's just like, no, give me the real any day. And I think people are sick of phony. And I think Zoom, to be honest with you, has forced us to get more real. Because now we do have the baby climbing up. We have the kid. You know, I've seen so many cats crawling across desks. It's it's the best when somebody's got a mustache of a cattail going across their face. It's the best. I save them. And when I'm having a bad day, I go watch them again. I promise you I do. (laughs) It's the best because it's real life. So for those of you all who are listening... Melanie just gave you, she said it wasn't a secret, but it's a secret. Be (laughs) comfortable just being yourself and bring all of yourself to the call, to the conversation. And I guarantee you the right people are going to be attracted to you. The wrong people are going to be repelled. And that's exactly what you want. So, And that's okay. It's okay. What I just, I have to say this, Tish. Yes, yes, please. You want everybody to like you? nobody's going to like you. True. If you try to please everybody, you're going to please nobody. True. So just be true to yourself. We each bring a unique, authentic experience and viewpoint to the world. And yours is important too. Mm. Girl, you know what? You get an orange applause. <gasps> Yay. Ooh, and I, I have to say, I love orange applause, but you got an orange applause. <laughs> Thank you. And, and I, and I love that your nails match your, your, your hand clapping. They're Branding gorgeous. All the way I love through. it. I love it. I love it. They match your logo. I love it. It's awesome. I could go on and on. I got it all. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> all the way. All the way. I'm all I in. love it. I love it. That's how you should be. Yay. Well, Melanie, how gone and our time is already running out. I would love for you to tell, um, tell everyone who are you uniquely gifted to serve and how can those people find you? Oh, okay. Awesome. So I am uniquely gifted to serve women entrepreneurs, usually in service-based, but sometimes in product-based businesses as well. I can either do all your content creation for you, or I can teach you how you can do it all yourself the right way from A to Z. And I do have a gift for your listeners and viewers, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. So I have a content calendar for you all that um, depending on when you're listening, the content calendar will be updated. If it doesn't matter when you're listening, cause it will always be available to you, whatever year you're in. <laughs> and it's at VIP slash content calendar. Perfect. We will add that to a show note. So everyone can have that link and grab that from you. I want to say thank you so much. And I've met what I said. It was so refreshing just having a, just down home conversation with you. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you. Such an honor, Tish. 
Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcasts. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.